live in the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. And this is episode 89. mad because I didn't do my homework on this because I totally I've never seen Equalizer the first one you haven't seen the first one so I really don't I can't compare it so I'm pissed off because really? if I would have known we're seeing this one you, hold I on watched it. hold on I've seen the first one well there we go you I can, can talk about it because usually I'm the one that does the homework yeah <laughs> that's for sure you know? but no I totally would have watched it if I planned in like since oh, we the live first in this one, the first one is really good and we the live first this one, one horse town that only has <laughs> movies certain movies but, but, but the first one doesn't it, it it doesn't really delve as much into his international stuff, oh. it, it, his spy thing. Um, I think that in in the first one he seemed to be protecting a uh, a Home Depot. <laughs> um, and but don't get me wrong, he did it really, really, really well. Whoa! Yeah, it was. Yeah, nobody. Mm, yeah. Well, I thought I didn't see the first one, so I did, didn't even matter. I don't think did it. I don't think so. Why don't you give us a synopsis? Oh. Equalizer 2. Yes. This is Denzel Washington. Mm. Yeah. It's my yes. hero. Robert McCall serves an unflinching justice for the exploited and oppressed. But how far will he go when that's someone he when that's someone when that is someone he loves? <laughs> Equalizer 2. That was terrible. <laughs> that was really bad. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Well. And the answer was Pretty damn far. Pretty far. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's strong. Pretty damn far. So, um, <laughs> um, I, you know what I wanted to point out is the professionalism of this film. Uh, all the way along, it was, it, I mean, even in terms of the locations, I mean, every location really said something about mm-hmm. who the person was. I mean, especially this guy, you know, it, 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 uh, the location was a character in a lot of senses too. It, it was, especially it at the was. end. Especially at the end, and and the thing is, is I think that uh, you were seeing some master tension. Oh, absolutely. The 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 way that the the director built tension, and the way that uh, there should be more objects flying though at some point. Well, you know, this is the interesting. What objects I'm but talking about? But. This is the interesting thing. The interesting thing I thought was how. There was a long period of time where you were waiting for something really to happen and 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 it was building and building and building and then when it does happen it got boring so quick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they the, when stuff happened I thought it was pretty quick. Like when he's when somebody's getting killed it was it was so quick and they moved on to the next thing. Right. Yeah. Well, my favorite scene was no, in the car. I, I agree. Oh yeah. The guy was attacking him. Oh that yeah, was, that was my that was scene. really well done. Yeah, no, it was really well. The done. Choreography was great, but but the thing that I'm saying is is that there was tension through the beginning until we got and and, and did you notice that the way when I talk about production design and and the uh, how production design is is how you create you you can create an arc with the production design and. That that was actually done with wind here. Yeah, you know, through the whole thing, you had a storm that was coming for no other reason than that's right to, to then then to actually uh, build up into uh, an ending. 
right? And, and, and the thing that you, I bet you didn't notice was this, is that the storm actually continued slightly building and slightly building even when he went to other countries and came back in the meantime. You know, every time that he was back in mm-hmm. Boston, it was Boston, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was around Boston. Yeah, it was around Boston. Every time he's back in Boston. He was in, in D.C. Boston, too a couple times. Yeah, he was in yeah. D.C. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. He was in D.C. And then he was in like some foreign, foreign, foreign country. Belgium. Belgium. And, uh, and back. And he's coming in and out. But the weather in Boston, this the, the world's slowest storm <laughs> is coming. And well, and how come they weren't worried about painting outside in the uh, storm? I'll never understand. There was I, a storm I'll, going on in his life, in yes, his head, inside yes, him. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's what was happening. <laughs> Did you know they actually have a thing called a drone producer? Really? Yeah, Tony Carmine. Oh yeah, producer. I'm sure they do. I, I'm sure they do huh. because you know what? I'm, I'm sure the drone t- producer pulls together a unit that works specifically with a drone or group of drones. Ah, did you just days. say a drone? He pulls his unit. Pull. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to go there. Wow, that was, that was a long way around. To, that's a long way around to get a joke. Wow, no, I was scrolling through these crazy credits because there's a million people on here, but I was actually. Getting distracted because I was actually looking for that actor's name that I forgot already. Uh, Orson Bean. Orson yes. Bean. Yeah. Because I was thinking of him because he's like, "There's a storm coming. There's a yeah. storm coming. Yeah, and it was coming forever. Yeah. Why is an old guy? I always have to say that. Well, <laughs> it's required. It's it's it's. You know what? I the older I get, the the more I feel like something's a brewing. I'm, I'm not to the point yet to where I've actually said it yet. But, oh, okay. you know, I, I think that by t- the time I'm set up in the, the storm will be coming. The, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's a slow builder, you know, I'm, that just, it's just that way. Yeah. Orson he's Bean's been, been around forever. I mean, I realize oh, how many things he's been in. He's pretty, uh, but he's wow. played an old man since he was seven. <laughs> yeah. No, he started out playing an old man. Uh, originally Orson Bean, um, the very first role that he ever had, wow. uh, he played. He was he was seven playing for eighty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe it. Is that kind of like a? Oh, I won't say anything about it. Uh, Ron Howard's um, brother. His brother, yeah, Ron Howard. Kind of looks kind of looks like he plays an older part all the time. Oh yeah, uh, even when he was Clint, a kid. Clint. Oh <laughs> yeah, Clint Howard. Oh Clint Howard. man, Clint. Did, no, Clint. Clint. Clint actually plays two people, and one of them's his forehead. <laughs> 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 you, do you, you, well, it's like the rock you in know. his eyebrows, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he acts with his yeah. eyebrows. Yeah. You, you know, my, my wife does those helmets. Yeah. She the medical paints ones. The medical helmets. Yeah. And you know what? You know what those are for? They're so that your kid doesn't come out looking like Clint Howard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Poor guy. Yeah. Well, there you go. He's I, an excellent actor, too. Yeah. He really is. But, uh, but you know. weird. But I make fun of him just because he's always in Ron Howard movies. He's always playing some like, yeah. lame character that yeah. comes out and just... And then he, then he, that's it. That's it. That's all he is. He's just a weird character. Just, yeah. <laughs> that even in Star Wars. That was even my impression. Is that amazing? I mean, even <laughs> yeah, Star Wars, in, in, in yes. Star Wars, what was... In Star Wars, he was prom- promoting a uh, robot fight, right? right. Yep. You know? Wow. Maybe he wanted to do that. You don't know. 
You don't Maybe know. Maybe he said, I got an idea. totally possible. You know what? You don't know. That's true. It could be. We need it's Ron true. to come on the show we, to talk about it. Hey, Ron. There's our invitation again. Yeah, there you I've go. I've asked again, it twice now. That's have, it. That's twice. That's the line. It. Two. No more. That's it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Two, and that's it. He's got to beat Steven, though. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, there yes. you go. So, I wanted to point out sound. Yes, on, let's on this talk film. about sound. The sound was very good on this film. And it was very... Um, I think there was even some Foley work involved. Well, there was a lot of Foley work involved <laughs> because, boy, when we were in the... Yes. What, you know, as we headed towards the storm, the gathering storm, you know, all the stuff that was banging around. But it was... There was something suspicious about this storm. I get a feeling that it may have been made by um, movie people. It looked a little suspicious. Well, especially the waves. They, some of them looked a little suspicious. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, what really got me was this: is that the storm was so convenient. It was. I mean, it was blowing through every house. There, it was like blowing the windows open and everything like that. But when it came to the end and everything settled down, he walked into his own house. But there was nothing. It, it looked like he was walking into his house on a fine summer day, and they, they went to the window out front and washed. Well, they the, did some stuff with sound a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, but it was they had their little conversation, and then the, it swelled. Yeah, but it was my, when they walked in. Are we giving too much away, talking about how he walked into the house at the end? Yeah, well, yeah. Mm, probably not. Bummer. But He walked into a house at the end, and it, yeah. there was mm, a storm ooh, that was yeah. calm. And, and, I, and I was going to say that... It was a. There was something. I'll bleep out house. I kept thinking. <laughs> no, just he change. His just change the wood to wouldn't. Okay, wouldn't. Okay, yes. wouldn't. Uh, no, he you wouldn't. meant to say wood. He meant to say yeah, yeah wood. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, the, there was a, a a linearity to it that was a little. It was very linear. I mean, the beginning of it was really. But what really else do you great. expect of this kind of movie? It's like a a Die Hard or like a. Uh, what's the one with Charles Bronson? I always forget that we yeah, said Bruce but, Willis. No, no, I agree with you. But but usually there's there's a little bit of a twist somewhere, and the way that the end of this there I, was one twist in here that I predicted really early on. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I don't a, talk about I, that. I got but. a couple of myself. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, the uh, th- there was a twistlessness to it. It just kind of uh, and. Th- to me, I'm separating the first half from the second half because the first half actually was quite interesting. I mean, I mean, I thought, I thought the tension, the way that it built tension, and and you know the the kill-offs and the uh, the the relationship of of the second story and so forth. But then when we got to the island, mm-hmm. it seemed from there there on there was more of a just straight. Well, that was. Linearity. For me, that was kind of like the third act. Third act, like that was the third act. Just the island was the last. Yeah, final it was act, the last third one. act. Yeah. But the second act would be like when he started the little battle with the third act, the little guys, the Wait, thing going on with the guys. One, <laughs> one was two, just, yeah, <laughs> three, three. Huh. Let's check out the credits. <laughs> <laughs> I work in film. I don't normally have to count that high. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like the first I think it would have been better if they shortened up the first part and had more of the thing at the end with the guys doing the things and the really? things I like the beginning more because I think that went too quick it was too easy for the thing to happen with the guys and the things and the, and well the I you know what I wouldn't have mind 
Don't you think it resolved itself I'm gonna really give fast? You this one. I I like the beginning. I would leave it just the way. I it like was. the beginning too, but it's. I thought the the second part, like you say, went too fast. It well, was just boom, boom, boom. That was it. It was so right, easy. but that's what I'm saying. It was, a, but the thing is, is it doesn't. But he was it, a professional. It, it didn't need to be just lengthened. It needed to be complicated somehow. There had to be like a twist to it, which it didn't have. I mean, you know, the thing is, is the beginning, right? Kind like of. They could add something at the end that was like dun dun dun. dun, dun. Yeah, right. Something right, ha- right, right. <laughs> Maybe not you know literally what? that. Maybe but... if we had just sat there in the audience and gone, dun dun dun, <laughs> it, it would have done it. I don't know. I just wasn't up for that this time. Yep. Lord knows I've done it before. Like have his grandma be the enemy or something. Like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> She's still alive. <laughs> ah! I don't know. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> wow, this is getting stupid. I guess I, would, I wasn't expecting this to be super interesting story. I just was expecting a lot of action and I got what I wanted. That's what I, I don't know. Well, there you go. So how, like you ra- Washington. So, how, how, how does he not age, by the way? He's- yeah. What well, you know what? I didn't notice this though. He, the the way that he stands. Yeah. Is not. He kind of walks leaning it, forward a little it's bit. It's not. It, it's not a young man's stance anymore. He's always kind of had that weird walk too. Yeah, but, he's always had the weird walk. It's gotten but, kind of different now. But yeah, but 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 now that weird walk, like that, you, you, you know, it's it's like the hitch in your walk that gives you character when you're 20 between 20 and 35 <laughs> becomes becomes more, more trouble troublesome yeah. you know as you get older trust right. me i mean i've got that well know. i walk like john travolta in saturday night fever so i don't know what's gonna happen to me uh, stick up your ass and a rhinestone <laughs> in your forehead <laughs> <laughs> so um anyway so uh, i can't wait till the like, nursing home one Equalizer 59. Equalizer. <laughs> He's like, hey, I don't know. <laughs> Equalizer. Sending holograms <laughs> to his, his enemies. Equalizer meets equal. The war is on equal. now. <laughs> I don't you know. Drink your equal. <laughs> equal. Equalizer. Equalizer. And it can be sponsored by equal. That's right. Legal be, product placement. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. You know, you could say. <laughs> It'd be po- like Popeye with the spinach. <laughs> and somehow Polyden can play into like the explosions. Hey, oh. don't you be knocking Polyden. <laughs> or we wouldn't be on the air right now, brother. <laughs> oh, actually, that might be more interesting. <laughs> Us not being on the air? Definitely. Well, we want to give away your age. Yeah. I was thinking about my age. I was like, how old was I when, uh, when did uh, that Renome Street 4 come out? That was 19... 19- 88, right? 88. So I was 14. You were 14. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't old enough to see it. Yeah. Well, I was. I was thinking about that. No, that's right. Because I I, I always know that we're 15 years apart. 15, 16. I think I saw it on VHS. I don't know who rented it. Somebody rented it. Well, you see, and and that was at the beginning of being able to actually rent a film. You know, up until that point, uh, that rental thing, that, 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 put New Line on the map. I mean, because, you know, you got to remember up until that point... And Roger Corman. For, yeah, for the most part, their distribution uh, was small, older theaters up and down the East Coast. Uh, that's that's what they were known for. And, and they did campus stuff. You know, they uh, uh, like if you ever saw uh, Bambi, Bambi versus Godzilla, that's the kind <laughs> of stuff that, that they used to distribute. Actually, I never saw that one, but that sounds amazing. 
Bambi versus you've never seen Bambi versus Godzilla? No. That sounds like something we should review. It's not a fair fight. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> so my challenge is finding it, right? <laughs> oh, you you can find it anywhere, trust me. <laughs> so yeah. what, what what are we rating this one? Well, that's are a good we done question. talking about it? That's I mean I like all the actors. We are, because I want to bring up something. So so therefore. Um so um I you know, like I say, I think I would go a uh, 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 three point seven or a three point six. See, once again, I want to know what I rated that movie with. Uh, Bruce Stop Willis. it, Bruce Willis! Stop it! I've got to look at you, my spreadsheet. Uh, I've got to get my yeah, spreadsheet out. Gosh, you're such a dork. <laughs> Sorry, the you're comes sitting, out every right, once in a while. Right? Yeah. No. This is this is. Here's the thing: is we've got numbers behind us now, you know. <laughs> and now that we've got numbers, I can tell that it bothers you. It it, it really. Just the weight of the of the show that's yeah. following. I think if anybody listens to us, they know that our, our ratings are kind of like completely uh, random. Whatever. <laughs> if I you ask me tomorrow, I'll probably tell you something different. <laughs> what was wasn't there a show whose line is it anyway or something like that? Yeah, where they you know. Uh, I think it's still they're still doing an American version of it. Yeah, where the the guys uh, assign just bizarre whatever numbers they want. Um. Like three point black, <laughs> <laughs> seven point chicken liver. <laughs> See, okay, I, I gotta think about it this way. Okay, this is similar to like Die Hard with a Vengeance or Die Live So Hard Dying, whatever that Bruce Willis one, the one of the more recent ones. Right. Okay. I kind of like that a little bit more than this one. I don't know what I'd rate that one. So I'm trying to think. I'd probably yeah. give that a four, maybe, or maybe Die Hard with a Vengeance is probably what I'm thinking of. Maybe like three and a, three point three, eight, three, three nine. So or this would probably yeah. be about three point five or three point five. Three point. So you 3. went 5. through all this I'll stick crap. With that. You went through all that crap just to get to the same point that I'm at. And there's an amazing action movie by Harold Lloyd called The Freshman, and that I would rate a lot higher than this one. Ah, well there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a talkie? <laughs> no, it's a sound. No, movie. I, I thought so. Nineteen twenty <laughs> something. I can't remember what year it was. Okay. Yes. So that was I, a weird reference. No, anyway. yeah, right. That was, but uh, it really is an action movie. If that the guy was, gets hurt. I yeah. Think. Well, there you go. That was out of the green. <laughs> and speak about green. That I was wanted, in the rough. It was very I wanted, rough. I wanted to bring something up. Oh, green. Yes, green. We saw green living in the credits, right? Green. I did. I saw uh, green. Green filmmaker. That there's a uh, pa- Paramount or. Whoever made that? Columbia. Columbia. Mr. Was it Columbia? Sony, Columbia. Yeah, Columbia. It, it, it's called a Columbia Green picture. Oh. And I don't know how that rates or what they have to do, but I know I've raped some um, uh, some rainforests myself. I've pulled them down personally. Story time. Story time. With story time with Mick. 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 Wood called Luan, which was made out of rag um, mahogany. Uh, they'd take the heart mahogany, they'd sell it off, and the rag mahogany, they'd all uh, glue it together and make sheets of it uh, as as a, a, a plywood that that you know, like mahogany plywood. And um, God, we just used used ten foot sheets. You could buy four by tens uh, of it uh, for. Like I remember, 
It's really going to date me. Okay, I remember when I first started, they were $8.25 a sheet. Wow. So, yeah, that give you <laughs> give you a clue. Uh, and, and, you know, we bought huge quantities of Luan. I mean, huge. And I remember when, when we did Nightmare on the Street 3, um, there was the, the amount of uh, Luan that came to the docks literally was... I, I I mean, you know, if it if there was a storm out at sea, then you know it wouldn't it would not get not get here in a timely manner, and uh and our Luan would literally be stuck at sea. And we would be waiting for it, and we would be using you know really bad other solutions. The thing about Luan is Luan was cheap. It was rigid. It was easy to cut. It was, you know, a quarter of an inch thick. And yet it had the strength, you know, with a certain amount of one by three blocking to like, to still stand up to things. And when we were on Nightmare on Elm Street 3, I remember we went down and we waited at the docks with a truck. Now, what we would do is go through a, a couple of different lumber companies and get POs for their uh, different um, amounts that they would let their customers you know, use at a certain time. Mm-hmm. So we would get 100 from one place and then another 100 from another place and then 100, you know, until you would have POs standing on the docks with, you know, eight POs to try and get 800 <laughs> sheets of Luan. Wow. <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous. But the thing is is that we we found this one ship that came in that they would you know slip us some you know on a on on the side and so so we got together uh like a couple thousand dollars in petty cash and just bought a whole bunch of sheets and by a couple thousand dollars i mean you know like probably closer to ten thousand dollars <laughs> right and so we turned in a receipt for you know eighty nine hundred dollars or something like that and 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 um and on what it was we just wrote luon because it was supposed you know everybody knew what luon was well (laughs) i got this note on my desk uh like a couple weeks later that's that said um in literally it said this it said who is Luan, <laughs> and why are we paying her so much money? Oh, wow. Literally, from the accounting. And I was like, and, and the accountant was Deborah Moore, and she's been a great friend of, my, friend of mine for years. I had known her for years before that, and I went down, I was like, Deborah? And, she, and I handed her the note, and she looks at the note, and she goes, Jesus Christ! She, she's running down the, and she says, "She says I've had I've I've had my current assistant for two days, and she used to work at an all parts store. So you really got to excuse her." <laughs> <laughs> so who is Luan, and why it's are we paying her so name. much yeah. in cash? Why are we paying her in cash? We have to run we have to run Luan through payroll like everybody else. <laughs> <sighs> wow, yeah. the things that Luan could do. I'm telling you. <laughs> I am telling you. I, I mean, on, on, on that show, there was something about the show itself that that um, you were always trying to bring on new people. And, 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 you know, you had like a certain amount of people that you could pay a little bit. 
you know, and then everybody else would be like a, uh, would either, you know, be in just a slight un improvement on what you would call an intern these days. And I remember that, um, I needed like the skein of wire, you know, just like bailing, just mm -hmm. right, regular bailing wire and, uh, bailing wire never showed up. And finally, I remember I stopped by a hardware store on the way home and bought a couple rolls of, of the wire and stuff. And when we were wrapping out of the building and all the, there was like this, this, uh, uh, just crate that had, that had come in like a long time ago and was sitting on the side and it, and it looked like something, you know, that somebody needed. Uh, but it wasn't us that we knew of. I mean, there wasn't anything that we needed that was in, in a, a crate style. And you opened it and it was a dead intern. Open. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I wish. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> so we did, uh, we did as we were leaving the building, we, we, um, I, I said, Hey, look, you know, that crate's still here. And, um, went over there and, and, and I, you know, took the, the top off of it and the packing slip was on the inside and it was, it was four, there were four skeins of wire stacked four feet deep all the way. I mean, literally so heavy that only a forklift could, could move it. And, and that, and that's, and, and all of a sudden, you, you know, you know, like that thing hits your head and you go, bing, you go, Oh, my wire's here. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Was there still a forklift around? Uh, no. Huh? <laughs> you know, no, and, and, and I swear to God, as far as I know, you, you, you know what we did do, though, is we did put the top back on. <laughs> Just left. <laughs> wow. Ah, yeah. I feel bad about it. Well, maybe it served a good purpose. Maybe somebody found it and said, "Ooh, I just needed, I needed a ton of wire." Well, you, you know, you would think that I was the only one that did that. However, <laughs> <laughs> the people before us had left uh, uh, ten barrels like on the edge of the parking lot, and what they had done is they had very <laughs> cleverly pushed them up against the um, like there was this berm of dirt that came off the uh, side of the. You know, because the next building was up higher. Mm -hmm. and what they'd done is they cut it in and taken the barrels and pushed them up against the the berm of dirt. Uh, so, what we thought was is we thought that the barrels were being used as kind of a retaining wall <laughs> for the berm of dirt. Ah, yes. Turned out to be. <laughs> That's pretty smart, actually. Extremely hazardous <laughs> chemicals, and and somehow uh, somewhere in, just as we were wrapping, as we were wrapping up, uh, somebody uh, went, "Well, what's in these barrels?" And opened them up, opened one of the barrel, one of the tops of one of the barrels, and took a whiff. Oh no! And uh, wound up in the hospital. Oh, and, and I was like, "Oh!" And so then you know it was like a huge emergency and everything. And and I think that in that emergency. Um, that was about when I discovered that, you know, I, I, we had somehow, uh, ordered like 1500 pounds of wire. Jeez. Yeah. You know, that's so there's certain kind of lessons stuff. there. Like yeah. find a random chemical, probably don't want to just inhale it. 
And then also, bad guys never wear seatbelts, and they usually drive Mercedes. Yes. That's what I learned well, that's, from the that's... Equalizer 2. That's what Hello? I yeah. Hello, right? <laughs> I mean, if you're going down the road, how many times have you seen the trick where the right. uh, the seatbelt... Yeah, because you know the good because the good guys always got the seatbelt right. on, and the bad guy goes through the windshield. If right? you're a Lyft driver and somebody's not wearing the seatbelt in the back, beware. Hello? Exactly, exactly, yep, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I think that's um, yeah. We, the, I think we did this one pretty good. We, we beat you think it that we did? We just just. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. <laughs> I think it was pretty brutal, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out what kind of material would they use. I, I keep thinking about that. About like if they're a green production, they probably use some kind of recycled material. Maybe they have to clean up everything that they create. I guess. I yeah. I don't know. Blah blah blah. Oh, you're trying to. What well, you know? It is a good question because um, I would bet that uh, they don't use Luan anymore. Um, I would imagine that they would use uh, something that that was American made, uh, a birch. A birch flake, or something like that, uh, that would be green because um, we were, I mean, really using Philippine mahogany was just it's a horrible thing to do. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. They probably use interns. Um, Stand here. Yeah, well, you don't. You never see an old <laughs> intern. <laughs> <laughs> they just hold so, up a yeah, wallpaper. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And they're yeah. the walls. Yeah. Here, stand here. <laughs> <laughs> well, in New Zealand now, now this is the cool thing. In New Zealand, we we had sets in New Zealand, and and they had the coolest way you could imagine. Is what you would do is you would order in Australia. You would order blocks of foam, and I don't mean little bo- blocks of foam. I mean blocks of foam, eight by eight feet by eight feet wow. by sixteen. <laughs> okay, now get this. Now by sixteen, delivered by truck. <laughs> Well, no, it was it, it's foam. They would deliver it by truck, you know, because it was the size so of the big, of, yeah. of the thing. But but the great thing about it was is they threw them on the decks of the on on the top of the decks of the ship, so they were really cheap to transport because they would come over with um, you know like all those uh, uh, things the the uh, containers mm-hmm. the containers would be all lined up like this and then on top of them they would just put a level level of of you know this bead foam right and so when they would get to the shop what they would do is they would take and they'd put a a a nichrome wire uh from the door from the top of the uh entry door to in the back you know like the big uh uh warehouse door and they put a nichrome wire all the way from the top like and and just run a straight current through it (laughs) and 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 just go and they would cut it in six inch, six six inch slices off of the block. Wow! And then they would have me come down. I swear this is the way that was done. They would have me come down. Now I was we were doing rough stuff, but it could be for anything. I mean, it could be the the walls of a house or anything because they don't have wood to use. So they would just come down and, and they would give me a, a a magic marker and I'd like do the <laughs> I'd like mark out the windows and. You know, it, <laughs> it's great. And then, then they plaster over it, and it looks great. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. But it doesn't sound very earth-friendly to me, but... <laughs> well, I mean, you know... You, uh, I see seagulls choking in my, in my, you know... 
Yeah, well, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. I don't, I don't even know if that's recyclable. I don't think so. Really? I don't know. Are you a professional? I this? grew up in a household of environmentalists, and they were. I hate that foam stuff. That that wasn't anybody in particular. Just so you know, that was just a random voice. Hey, I'm recycle or die too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks there out go. there, this is the end. This is because we're done if with it's this the turkey. End, would it be? Would there be? Are we still end? going? No, recycle or die. Oh, yeah. there you go. Recycle or die. Recycle or die. This is Kurt Thomas along with Nick Strong. Thank you for listening to the Dream Warrior Review. If you have any questions or just have feedback for our show, we welcome them at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com. Of course, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter as well. As always, please follow us and tell your friends about us too. We want to, we want more followers. That's our goal is to get up to a million followers in the next year. That's our goal. We want to get more followers. So if you can help us with that, that'd be great. See you next time.